Hello everyone, all of my friends out there, welcome back to another episode of Destructive Discourse, an actual factual episode of Destructive Discourse, unlike that weird shit we did last week. (laughs) That was so weird. Uh, joining me for the discourse on this episode is Dave. Hello. Aaron. Shh, don't tell them my name. If they know who I am, uh, the, the, my future won't happen. Oh, shit. Ah. And Jason. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I panicked and that was the only thing I could think of. Playing the role of Jason tonight is Link, the hero of Hyrule. Ah. <laughs> also noted fan of hit anime Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> he would. There's I really a, don't know anything about Zelda, find. but I, I love that characterization. <laughs> find a mask that's just Vegeta's hair. The things that we know about Link is that he is eternally reborn to save Hyrule from strife, and he loves Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, it's, co- it's about collecting things and big attacks. That seems very up Link's alley. Hollers. Well, Hollers. Thank, thankfully a lot of them. for him, there's a podcast he can listen to. <laughs> Enemies do beams. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. He does beams when he's at full health. Dave, this is just such a podcast that you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Every week on this show, we cover three episodes of the hit anime Dragon Ball Z. This week, we're going to be covering episodes 121, 122, and 123. We're going to learn some more about this mysterious youth from the last episodes we watched. He's so mysterious. And we're not going to do an intro this time because we tried that last time and it became its own episode. The, the intro became an outro and a mid-tro and just an all-tro. It became, it over-encompassed us. It, it, much like the Genki Dama, was too powerful to control. I mean, is that what the Satanic Panic was about? With, with, the, with the games and the Dungeons and Dragons and, and the I, Mr. I Satan's? think it was exactly that. I think Just drag you I, to they, hell? They, I don't think they wanted to admit that's what it was about. But. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take we this lesson to heart, children. Role-playing games are a one-way ticket to hell. <laughs> and they take longer than expected always. That is true. <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter what it says on the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's hop in. The English title of episode 121 is Welcome Back, Goku. <laughs> the Japanese title roughly translates to, Heya, it's been a while. Son Goku returns. <laughs> Yo! Yo! Yeah. Uh, so this episode starts with Frieza being chopped again. Yep. I counted 12 pieces. Well, first it's just the one chop that we already saw, and then it's a bunch of chops. <laughs> then it's a he fucking was... Zandatsu. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he got the, the, yeah, dead on. Got Julienne. Yeah, he was by Julian one... Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Julian Frieza. <laughs> I was going to say Julian Frieza. Start, start coming soon to CBS. <laughs> uh, and he also gets blasted just for safe measure. Yeah, just, yeah roasted to a there's like a crisp. little, there's like a little hip fire beam there. This, this mysterious was... youth is a fucking professional. Yes. Basically, he does all those this... cool hand gestures before doing a beam. He doesn't this need to sweet. holler. 
Yeah. Yeah, he... Well, no, he hollers in sign language. Oh. JC, you, ah. just, you just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how the ASL works on Dragon World, but it might be like that. I'm probably <laughs> wrong, though. I do like, though, that this beam, to finish off the chunks of Frieza, is like a sneaky armpit beam. <laughs> yeah. He just, like, hides under his other arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's like pulling a quarter behind your arm when it's doomed. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was so iconic. This shows up in Dragon Ball Fighter Z as a dramatic finish, actually. Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah. Full-on cutscene finale. It is a fondly remembered moment of the show. King Cold, however, is not so fond of this moment. <laughs> My baby boy! <laughs> that I only have one of. He's sad for, like, a minute, and then just <laughs> immediately only. turns on the charm and tries to recruit this mystery boy. <laughs> he was, like, super sad. <laughs> mm, what dish? <laughs> I see what my son saw in you. Yeah, like that's his tone. He's the he's the cougar mom. <laughs> oh my! Yes, oh my gosh. unquestionably. <laughs> Rolling with the punches. He offers the kid a job as the new supreme ruler of the universe because there's got to be one. Sure. He says yeah, he one takes of those. Frieza's place. Yeah. yeah, he is he is super ready to move on after just watching his son get Benny haunted. <laughs> <laughs> like. All that work, all of that, like, no, my son is alive, we're gonna find him in this blown-up planet. We're going to six million dollar man him and make him... Can't put these pieces back together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was fine when there were three pieces, but twelve is far (laughs) too many. All the King Cold's horses and all the King Cold's men (laughs) put my baby boy Freezer back together again. (laughs) Uh, the kid declines the job offer. I love how he says it. I, not a chance. <laughs> He's got a funny way of talking, this weird, mysterious youth. It's, it's so futuristic. <laughs> it's some, cutting edge. <laughs> some weird high-tech millennial slang. Uh, King Cold wants to see his sword, and the kid's fine with that. Tosses yeah, it over. No, no, no questions asked. Yeah. Because King Cold is... Thoroughly convinced that the sword <laughs> is the only thing that let him beat Frieza so easily. You saw the sneaky armpit beam, though, didn't you, bud? I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought King Cold was smarter than this. <laughs> I know this. Like after all, of, after being after being fed so much of Frieza's gravitas, and we're supposed to believe that this King Cold is someone to be feared more so than Frieza. <laughs> he is. He is a comically shitty villain. He does look cool I mean, with that sword, though. He does. Credit where it's due. <laughs> if we want to stay within our canon, these space fuckers have never seen a sword before. They yeah. did not yeah. think they about They don't understand. Objects. They don't understand how it cuts armor up. And I like how it is a magic sword that, when entering to King Cold's hands, grows to giant size on grows his Grows to King Cold's size. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. King Cold tries to turn the sword against its user... But it doesn't go but well this for him. Guy's ah. Immune to swords. He catches the sword with his bare hand. What a badass. He's so badass. Whoa. He's so cool. Then he blasts a hole in King Cold's chest. Yeah. What a cool jacket. <laughs> you guys, I really yeah. wish that King Cold was cooler. Yeah. Well, there's already a character <laughs> named Cooler. Yeah, no, that was there's the a joke. Couple movies. That was the joke I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, I wrote down, see you, King Cold. You were super fun, but I knew you weren't long for this world. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you just had that sense about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, King Cold begs for his life, but the kid is not swayed, and he finishes the job. Wow. This ain't Goku. No, there's no <laughs> negotiations. This yeah. fucker double taps. Yes. Does. He triple taps because he blows up the fucking spaceship, too. Yeah, yep. Jesus. Nobody needs this. He is mm-hmm. here for fucking business. The Z-Warriors approach him cautiously, uh, but the kid very genially offers to take them where Goku's gonna show up. His cadence when he says this is, I'm heading off to a place near here to meet Goku. Would you guys like to come? It just... <laughs> I wonder how long he was practicing that. Right. <laughs> like, he's pre- yeah, I'm, gonna, he's... I'm gonna go He had eight variations in his head, gonna... and this is a combination of all of them. Mm-hmm. Run the risk of Marty McFlying myself. <laughs> oh, but I'm also, I really want to make a good impression. I, I, I need to say cannon. as many simple words as I possibly can. <laughs> Just... I'm, a, I'm of the headcanon that he is not a very well socialized person, and thus yeah. is horrible at small talk and horrible at just not being awkward oh. we, we're gonna find out later but i think that that's canon canon jason uh, yeah 100 yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. as they're getting ready to meet him vegeta is going on about how it's impossible um that this kid can be a super saiyan because he can't actually be a saiyan right and i was reflecting mm-hmm. how like it's very kind of unusual to me that uh, for someone to say, you know, it's impossible like that, and the, for, like they're probably right. <laughs> like, because like you know, as far as we know, they are the only Saiyans left. Right. Um, but so it's like told. Nor- normally, that's such a, a trope that's you know explicitly the 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 refuge of people with bruised egos. <laughs> and for it to actually be true is like kind right. of a novelty for me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like he has he has ground to stand on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, when they get to the spot that Goku's going to show up at, the kid produces a capsule case that <gasps> has a few capsules in them. He throws out a capsule, and a mysterious box appears, and it's a fridge full of ice cold sodas. <laughs> they say beer on them <laughs> in capital well, letters. See where he's from? They don't have sport drink. Maybe it's like a regional thing, like mm-hmm. pop versus soda. They have heat tap. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're reading the manga page, jet tap. And it comes in grape. Two grapes. There are two groups and at least one orange. And Johan a and Krillin are immediately sold. <laughs> Despite the fact that there are no marker, different markers on these cans, mm-hmm. they can just... Well, he just them. knows. Yeah. You have an intuition for these things. Mm-hmm. Momo wonders if she's met this kid before because he seems really familiar. Which and uh, she asks if he's an employee of Capsule Corp because of his jacket. Do you work in like hey, HR? Hey, do you work for me? <laughs> Are you one of mine? I like the idea. He's like a new. Uh, he's the new social media intern. <laughs> he runs Capsule Corp's Twitter. Mm-hmm. He awkwardly try tries to like add Bay to tweets and it just doesn't work. God. Aww. Tries to do memes. We tried to bird box challenge with these capsule core hover bikes, and look what happened. <laughs> like smoking craters. I do want to note, Bulma managed to stay with the group by hitching yeah. a ride on, on Yamcha earlier. To fly down, yeah. I liked what she said. She just said, hold it, buddy boy. Which, like, <laughs> is a a thing that I unironically call my brother a lot. <laughs> so that <laughs> just made me giggle. 
the phrase buddy boy has a strong energy. Mm-hmm. Bulma promises to put in a good word with her dad for this kid, since he's such a big Capsule Corp fan. <laughs> you can put me down as a reference. Yeah. yeah. This guy's cool. <clears throat> we check over with Chi-Chi, who bought a bunch of electronic study aids for Gohan. My study. <laughs> My daddy. You were just talking about uh, Venture Brothers the other day, Ty- in, a yeah. in a recent episode, Tyler. Yeah. And then this made me think of that a lot. She bought him a Venture Brothers bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to teach him all the world's knowledge while he sleeps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Z-Warriors are all awkwardly sitting around this new kid who won't tell them his name. Mm. And uh, he keeps eyeing Vegeta. Vegeta wants to know, like, what is your fucking problem? You want to fucking go? And he just says, I like your shirt. It's a nice shirt. And Vegeta responds, you would. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good comeback. (laughs) Like, it's it's a good immediate deflection, because you don't have to think about it that much. It just sounds nasty. (laughs) Yeah, you know how to take a compliment. It works. Yeah, it works in every situation. You can just sprinkle it over any conversation, like seasoning. The time finally comes for Goku to show up, and show up he does. He crashes onto the Earth in a Ginyu pod. Motherfucking Ginyu pod. Yeah, what's the deal? Uh, Everyone is excited to see him, and he climbs out, wearing some fashion. Fashion. Some capital F. (laughs) Yo, I love this. This is is, like if you took... This is the best. This is like if you took Fantasy Dragon Quest armor, but interpreted it with, like, Saiyan armor parts, basically. Like, it's just got a little bit of that whimsical fantasy going mm-hmm. on with it. Mm-hmm. I really hated it at first, but it, it's grown on me. I like the, the the slantiness of it. I like the color scheme. I it's still a little bit not, asymmetrical. I'm still mm-hmm. not on board with the fluffy collar. But <laughs> well, I'm here okay. for that. You can hold snacks in there. <laughs> Doesn't make it better. <laughs> but it does make it more Goku. <laughs> yeah. On brand. Uh, any other thoughts for 121? Uh, I popped into the Japanese just to see if there were any big differences. Not really, although Vegeta does note that Trunks is a bothersome punk. Bothersome <laughs> punk. That's nice. Good. That's um, easier to say than mysterious youth. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of um, fun exchanges. Just like quick like two-liners. Tien kind of immediately likes future Trunks. Uh, mm-hmm. says he seems cool to me and then later on uh, when when Trunks is not sharing his name I'm sorry are we saying his name or is we can now whatever yeah. heck it is we it... all know who it is yeah mm-hmm. we've watched the episodes <laughs> he asks is his shoe size a secret too I also wrote this down Yamcha's like why don't I get a cool secret name that's not fair there was a part where they were waiting where Bulma and Yamcha just get straight up into a shouting match over fucking nothing. Yes, mm-hmm. that was and another. Put, yeah, well, they were like gently panning over the serene blue sky. And I popped over to the Japanese section. This is completely silent. That <laughs> did love... not happen. They put in a shouting match? They, they just added an argument to this. It is an argument spice it up. that like anyone with siblings has had I think because uh, Yamcha's it's... bored and bumps as well how long has it been <laughs> one hour <laughs> then just chill out for another hour <laughs> um, 
It starts nowhere and it ends nowhere. I thought of you, Jason, with this hawk of passing time. I am the shepherd of seconds, the keeper of clocks. <laughs> the, when when Goku lands, Krillin says he hopes he has airbags in that baby. And Yamcha has a great comeback. Mm-hmm, Why? Yep. To protect it from Goku's head? <laughs> Which is valid. You know, the Saiyan pod landing way. That's how they do it. A legitimate concern. Mm -hmm. And then my very final note, they're sitting around looking at each other. Uh, Krillin comments that Vegeta has the personality of a stump. Uh, And Bulma (laughs) has a great explanation, which is he's a prince. Princes have to act bored. Like the world's not good enough for them. Then Krillin comments that he seems more like he has a... He's more agitated than Bored's. He's got a bad case of hemorrhoids or something. <laughs> yeah, that was this episode. It's oh, a weird, a weird thing for- to say. I forgot about that. <laughs> so this this was just a fun little elevator episode. Because nobody's <laughs> yeah. in an elevator. They could leave at any time. They're just sitting around <laughs> looking at each other. Just sitting around enjoying some beer. Yeah, some enjoying beer. some sport drink. Uh, episode 122. The English title is Mystery Revealed. <laughs> the Japanese title is My Dad is Vegeta. <laughs> Admissions of the Mysterious Youth. <laughs> well, all right then. So Goku doesn't know this kid either. He's mm-hmm. just as surprised as all of his friends that this kid knows anything about him. But he's a little more open to the idea of him being a Super Saiyan than Vegeta was. He just takes it at his word. Yeah. Vegeta is just not having it. <laughs> Vegeta is concerned about where did he get that outfit? Where can I get one that isn't pink? <laughs> How bizarre. <laughs> this is just How this bizarre. is like, Let's just be upfront with this. This is the worst day of Vegeta's life. <laughs> I, I, I think this is probably worse than than when Goku defeated him. Dave, it's a, it's a bad day. It's about to get worse momentarily. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted. I kept wanting him to like tuck in his shirt or roll up the sleeves or something because it's a little big for him. The bothersome punk wants to talk in private, and Goku obliges. And they just kind of like fly a little bit away from everybody. Yeah, oh, we can't skip past like the best thing in these three episodes. When What's that? oh when, well, I don't know. I thought it was fun when Goku is like just being cool with this kid being a Super Saiyan. Bulma says, oh, honestly, Goku, you take things way too lightly (laughs) lightly sometimes. And Goku just shakes his head, no, I don't. (laughs) Very flatly. (laughs) Done and dusted. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, sorry, Bulma, I guess you're wrong. He said so. Yeah. I'm the main character. How do you defeat that? I take things exactly the correct amount of lightly. Uh, Goku has apparently learned a new technique while he was out in space. I remember you guys talking about this in early episodes of this show. <laughs> Calls it instant transmission. What and the... he learned it from some aliens called the Yard Rats. <laughs> it's not like going fast. You just have to dematerialize yourself into particles of light. Yeah. And travel at over 186,000 miles per second. Well, that is the speed you know, of light like in a vacuum. Do. It's 186,282 so second. did he like learn FTL is the thing? <laughs> no, exactly TL. TL? Yeah, he learned TL. <laughs> he learned to travel as light. Goku truly is lighthearted. That's true. Ah! <laughs> this information 
means that this kid didn't really have to step in to beat Frieza because Goku could have just come here whenever he wanted to. He just but didn't want to. He Well, listen. He was about to make his move. You never want to leave a planet until you've tried all the good food places there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang, Frieza's getting real close to home, but is that a steak? <laughs> <laughs> Instant transmission that into my belly! (laughs) (laughs) The kid wants Goku to demonstrate how he becomes a Super Saiyan. And after Goku does so, the kid shows how he becomes a Super Saiyan. Which is that they both just do it. They do it at each other. Yep. And Vegeta is so angry that nobody asked him to that dance. (laughs) (laughs) He is so upset that he can't do that thing they're doing. You're not even wrong. (sighs) I love the reaction. He is he is shaking. Yeah. I wondered if he was like standing on his little hill, just like quietly trying to go Super Saiyan. <laughs> like I'm gonna these do guys it right did now it in front of him without even hollering. I'm gonna do it. and I'm gonna say I could have done it like years ago. It's not even a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully, at this point, Goku says he's able to control his Super Saiyan power. He can turn it on and off whenever he wants. Which is it took important. him some time, but he, he's got it under control. Well, while he was practicing on Yardra, he probably had to make some Krillin-shaped effigies and blow them <laughs> up to just, to just get it to go the first few times. And he didn't feel good about it, but it had to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. He, um... Training. Also, speaking of which, Yardra. Finally, a, like, a, a reasonable planet name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a food or not. I didn't yeah, look you it weren't up. convinced by planet meat? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the gold standard, I think. The folks who haven't seen Goku be a Super Saiyan yet are understandably a little shocked by it. Bulma's like, Goku's a blonde now. <laughs> Yamcha thinks he's on fire. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of true. Yeah. The kid attacks Goku, but he stops just short of cutting him with the sword. Goku didn't dodge. He because he knew that the kid was bluffing. He, because he searched his feelings. <laughs> yeah. Which is a thing he can do. Because yeah. he's psychic. He has <laughs> telepathy. He remembered that he was psychic in this one <laughs> very unimportant moment. Uh, so this time they fight for real. The kid with his sword and Goku with a finger. Goku is styling There's a cool, like, this flame kid. effect as they're fencing. Yeah, it's real nice. little auras. That was cool. Goku <laughs> is, is showing the fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trunks but just then, wasn't in it this time, Goku says. But then, um... Trunks styles him back <laughs> by catching his oh, sword yeah. by, the, by the way that he sheathes his sword. <laughs> and oh my god. it up in the air and then leaning very slightly to the side <laughs> so that it falls right into the sheath like a fucking asshole. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Billion style points. Yes. Mm. Take that, Ginyu Force. I just mm-hmm. have one note. Trunks is so cool! It's <laughs> very He's cool. That's the reality. So, satisfied with Goku's powers, the kid gives us the breakdown of what's going on, and he says his name is Trunks, and he's from the future. Vegeta is his father. What? Goku loses his shit. Goku is immediately (laughs) distracted from the plot by Daddy Vegeta. He's just completely flabbergasted. Vegeta's gotta be a daddy. Man, who would have ever thought? Uh, He says that he's going to be born two years from now. But he comes with a warning, because three years from now, some monstrous entities will appear and start wreaking havoc on the Earth. On May 12th, 
10 a.m. nine miles southwest of South City. Mm-hmm. And what are these assholes called? They are androids built by Dr. Giraud, who is an old scientist who formerly worked for the Red Ribbon Army. Okay. And for those of you who have not watched Dragon Ball Original, yeah, that was a that was an organization that Goku has fought against before. Now, my question to you, was Dr. Jiro a thing that existed in Dragon Ball at all? No. Okay. Really? This is a retcon. Cool. Okay. Oh, I thought it was just a retcon that Goku, like, dealt with him. No. Uh, he His entire existence is a retcon. Wow. Okay. We have not heard of Dr. Jiro before now. Cripes. I mean, it's, it's understand... Okay, so there were androids in the Red Ribbon Army. Okay. There okay. was an android named Number Eight. Oh, he was, a, he was like a Frankenstein's monster. That was the design. Yeah. And there was a there was a giant android man named Major Metallatron. Good name. Hell yeah! Oh, that that's incredible. Uh, who was designed after he was literally the Terminator? Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Like he was just Arnold Schwarzenegger, which we're familiar with here. Yeah. Right. Is that kind we are, of we are doing the Terminator again. Yes. It is, like, presumable that there was a man making androids for the Red Ribbon Army, but now he has a name. Okay. Uh, The future that Trunks comes from is a hellscape that has been just royally fucked by these androids. The Terminator. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, And all of the Z-Warriors have been killed. He is the last remaining warrior on Earth. (gasps) Oh, no. He was trained by Gohan, who was also killed recently in his time. You'd think Goku would be a little more alarmed by this. <laughs> but it's, like, not his Gohan, so, like, how mad about it can he really be? Right. He's upset that he didn't get to make it to the battle. Of course. Because Goku's like, well, what about me? What did I do? I didn't help? <laughs> what happens to Goku? <laughs> uh, apparently, not too long from now, he contracts a virus, a new virus, and dies of a heart attack. The great I, Son Goku, Super Saiyan, legendary space warrior, is brought down by a heart attack. It looks like a heart attack from the outside observer. Sure. But here's the thing. Remember long ago when Goku, upon refusing Dr. Briefs, his cappuccino machine, vowed uh-huh. revenge upon Son Goku and, and tried to sabotage his ship and all that stuff according to our canon? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he came up with one final backup plan. Yeah, you he thought was he wasn't to... prepared for this? Mm-hmm. While Goku was away, he created a special virus, much like Fox Die, that, <laughs> that, only, ta- that, only, tar- that only targets the cells of Son Goku <laughs> and released it upon the world, but then forgot about it, because he's Dr. Briefs. <laughs> he's got other and shit to do. And just so Goku just happened to just show back up and then whoops a few years later damn it's the perfect crime (laughs) not even i can solve it uh i do like that explanation uh i don't think there is a canon explanation for like what causes this heart virus but my own head canon uh growing up watching it is that he got it in space see that makes sense because because they they do a whole to do of how there was no there was no medicine for it at the time. There was no yeah. cure. It needs but, to be developed later. Yeah, but it, <clears throat> it, it was developed farther into the future on Trunks' timeline. Does mm-hmm. Trunks mention that, like, other people have this disease? Well, he says he'll that Goku will hear about it. Yeah. So Goku's not the yeah. only one who it gets it. It starts going around, yeah. That's true. 
But maybe, maybe Goku brought it there from space. It could be. It infected the Earth. He's a harbinger for plague. Yeah. He's really bummed because he wanted to fight those androids. Yeah. Didn't he even get to he's take less a bummed that he's him. going to die. Yeah. Aw, oh, dang it. As soon as he hears he's going to die, he just goes, What? And then we immediately cut to like Piccolo with like an <laughs> anime sweat drop looking at the camera. Yeah. Like, eh. I, <laughs> I do like that, that they. they pretty subtly point you towards the fact that Piccolo is listening to all of this. I love mm-hmm. that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a really fun shot. Yeah. Uh, luckily, though, as we've mentioned, Trunks brought an antidote back in time with him. Ooh. Why just Here, man, one? take this for your health. Why not bring if... more to Dr. Briefs and make a whole vaccine? Ah, that's fine. <laughs> we just need Goku. If I never hear Trunks say man, or thanks man, or hey man ever again in an attempt to be cool, mysterious youth, it would just be wonderful. I mean, it is disgusting slang. It is awful from it is awful future <laughs> do, slang. Do not speak your slang in my presence. <laughs> He's yeah. a bad teen. Dr. Shu would faint. Yeah. He's not a doctor, he's just Mr. He, yeah, he never got his doctorate. What am <laughs> I saying? His, he got his degree online. <laughs> oh, Mr. Shu. Um, I like how uh, Goku, as soon as Goku receives the medicine, number one, I, I bet it's grape flavor, which is a thing he says. <laughs> love that, because it brought I me love back grape to my here. Day. Yeah, brought me back to my days of, like, you know, the children's Dimetap or the Motrin, <laughs> you know. Yeah, of course. It wasn't grape flavor but like it still tasted better anyway here's another thing trunks is kind of uh bewildered he's like what and you're still gonna take on the androids like they kill everyone dude this is some scary shit goku just says all challenges are scary at first and i think that's just a very good that's the song goku way to solve yeah. problems yeah I, he says he's a little goku scared has grown on me as a person <laughs> so intensely over the course of this show <laughs> like he never stops being an idiot with yeah. weird priorities but like mm-hmm. in this show that it's ostensibly about like martial arts journeys and kung fu and whatnot he's like mm-hmm. actually kind of wise a lot of the time and he embodies the ideal of you know like not not caring about anything like he actually yeah. lives that sort of yeah you know he is true to his only word. Old, he, he has a chained royalty <laughs> I think it is that he does he does feel these things like he he says that he feels afraid of this like he is a little bit scared. We've seen him with anxiety about certain things before. He has mm-hmm. emotions. So it's it's not that he is like a sociopath even though he acts that way sometimes. Right. He he just pushes past those things. Yeah. And well, the, that is the, the true the, the difference is that like you know, it is arguable whether being a person who is truly committed to those concepts is actually, like, something that you want. <laughs> like, whether well, that actually makes you a good person, that's a different yeah. conversation. But sure. Well, that's, I, I feel like that's what, kind of what defines him is this courage and remembering, you know, not courage not being that you're not afraid of anything, but that you are afraid of things, but you don't let them paralyze you and you go for it anyway. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the it struck me a lot in the big fight at the end of the Saiyan saga when he first starts fighting Vegeta that like he is only barely up to that challenge and he's constantly aware of it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he he legitimately does not think he's invincible. 
Yeah. Even though, even when he, a lot of the time he is. Actually, you know what the, you know what the most telling thing in this whole sequence is when Trunks is telling the story. Like, you know, he's talking to this other guy who was able to beat Frieza with his little finger, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's like, "Wait, didn't like Yamcha Tien help you?" <laughs> Like, for Goku seems to actually, like, have confidence in his friends, and I don't know why. Because <laughs> they matter. I mean, that just... They're training, and they're working hard. Yeah. That goes back to his, his mantra when he was talking to Frieza about, like, my life isn't any more important than anyone else's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's wild. <laughs> so apparently, Goku knows Trunks' mom as well. He's met her before. Does she, like, live down the street from us? Yes, Goku, <laughs> Goku says. That's really weird. <laughs> it's, I was really confused, so I switched to Japanese, and his acting, his faces and, like, motions make a lot more sense with that dialogue than mm. the English dialogue. Because in the Japanese, he's, like, guessing who it is. Yeah. Because uh, Trunks mentions that his mom is the one who made the time machine. Nice. And so Goku hears, wait, your mom knows me? And built a time machine? Wait, it isn't. Who could that be? <laughs> Don't tell me. Trunks points it's... to Bulma like, yeah, she's right over there. <laughs> nice. Uh, so we discover that Trunks is born from a moment of passion. In mm. the Japanese, there's there's nothing about this moment of passion. It is it is love, and that's the end of it. <laughs> I like that said... better. I mean, I believe I believe either one. What what he says is um, that. Uh, Yamcha was a playboy, Bulma got fed up with him and left, and that's when Yamcha, like, sneezes. Uh, mm-hmm. And when she did, she yeah. saw how alone my dad seemed, and somehow, before she realized what was happening, dot dot dot. <laughs> However, they were never married. That's just the way my mom is. And Goku mm-hmm. just says, eh, sounds just like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. The one thing that I liked from the English dub better than the the Japanese was Vegeta's response to Goku falling down, which was <laughs> he pointed at him and Kakarot collapsed. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't some happen secret in techniques. Some attack. Uh, so Trunks swears Goku to secrecy because he doesn't want to risk not being born. Don't Marty McFly me, bro. <laughs> we already had enough of that. <laughs> And uh, satisfied that he has passed on his message and the antidote, Trunks takes off. But now that he's met Goku, Goku will be with him in spirit no matter where he goes. Which mm-hmm. is also a thing Goku's decided he can do. Uh, this is kind of a sweet moment because we see yeah, Trunks looking that. looking down uh, in his little cockpit in the, in the time machine. Mm. And he's looking down at his dad, whom he had really never met in his life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Who was cold to him, you know, in the in these moments that they shared, but he still says, "I love you." Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. really it's, good. It struck me as an extreme moment of never meeting your heroes. Yeah, yeah, because he had built an image of his dad in his head based off of what his mom told him about him, mm-hmm. and I don't think that this current incarnation of Vegeta lives up to that at all. No. Not, that's, not, that's the other thing really. I meant about this being the worst day of Vegeta's life. It's even worse than he knows. <laughs> because he's encountering his you know, his son who has mm-hmm. uh who has, you know, dreamed of beating him his whole life and he finally meets him in this fucking pink shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, I, mean, I I have no particular problem with the pink shirt, but Vegeta oh, from either. Vegeta's perspective. 
I want that does. pink shirt. Are you kidding? Too. He'll grow into it, maybe. I'll, bad man. I mean, I'll, hell, I'll go to go to Joanne Fabrics and get some of those iron-on letters. Ooh. Go see if I can find a pink shirt at Goodwill and iron those bad boys on there. Hell yeah. This is yet another reason you need to read his explain demons. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as we mentioned before, Piccolo was eavesdropping on this whole conversation. <laughs> and uh, powerful he... Namekian hearing, I guess. <laughs> Those ears aren't just there to frame his face. Although <laughs> they do it so lovely. They do. Uh, he takes it upon himself to explain what Trunks said to everyone. Because Goku, what, go, what I imagine Goku took away from this fight is, all right, there's a fight in three years. I have to wait get three ready. years. Uh, Vegeta and Bulma get together. That's really funny. I can't believe that. Whoa. <laughs> but I can't say it. Talk about it. Oh. Uh, so, oh, well. yeah, Green Dad takes the exposition wheel. Green Dad gets his, <laughs> has his shit together. And uh, not a lot of people believe that this kid came from the future at first. But then we see him up in his pod, waving goodbye to his parents. And then he blips out of existence, going back to the future. I like how mm. under his lumberjack robes, Tien looks like he just came straight from the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's feeling that post-arm day pump. Well, they didn't have much warning that Frieza was going to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other last thoughts for 122? I'll miss that bothersome punk. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised. Is the is this is this the this isn't the last we see of 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 this incarnation of Trunks, is it? That's it. That's we it. We only have baby trunks now. But, but, he, but he's he was in the real intro. cool, and then he goes back to the future. But he's in the intro. Yeah, doing a cool thing, chopping Frieza. I'm s- and we'll never see him again. I'm so upset. This is like, this was the, for I don't know why this is, but like trunks, his name and his parentage were like the only <laughs> things that I knew <laughs> about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> So I've been, like, really looking forward to when this person who I thought was gonna be, like, another main character. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's gone. Well, there there is a special coming up called The History of Trunks. It's not the same. Which is, <laughs> we, will, we will learn Trunks' full backstory in that one. Oh, that, oh, that is cool. He, uh, we just got a baby Trunks now. in that group scene in the intro when everybody's, like, standing there looking cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, here's the squad. There's the Z fighters. There he is. Except not really. Everyone's favorite Boba Fett. <laughs> He's not the Boba Fett. <laughs> no. We already established who the Boba Fett of BBZ is. Uh, episode 123, the English title is Goku's Special Technique. The Japanese title. They had to title it something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they should have just titled it Back on My Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. The Japanese title roughly translates to. Goku's new finishing technique? Watch my instant transmission. Not bad. Looking at my notes, I'm be, based on the placement, it's hard for me to tell like exactly where in the episode this happened, but uh, I think I got bored and <laughs> uh, wrote out all the possible like iterations of of spelling Goku's name like ranging around the letters. <laughs> so have you figured out who Goku's nobody is? So that that's a pretty succinct review of the episode, I would say. <laughs> yeah. There's Goku, Gok, Guko, Guok, Guku, Guo, Kog, Kogu, Guku. Wait, is we we originally comboed this episode with something else, and um, 
Tyler told us earlier that like we'll we'll combine this with something else because I didn't have very many notes about it. <laughs> and then I started watching them and was like, okay, we've been talking about what our favorite flavor of soda is for <laughs> five minutes now, and it's like, all uh -huh. right, now I now I understand. We're good. Uh. <laughs> Aaron, to save you some time because I don't want you to watch this film, but uh, there's a movie called Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh huh. Which is a live action. American version of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, that sounds made by wonderful. Fox. Oh right, that, yeah. that sounds yes. less wonderful. It features Goku in high school. Oh no. Oh yes. And <laughs> there are bullies who call him Geeko. Oh my god. That's Hell all I yeah. wanted to say. I need to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I own a DVD copy because I have a sickness. You're ready to walk. You don't just talk the dragon, Tyler. You walk the dragon. <laughs> you have walk a mental the disorder. Walk the dragon, come at me. <clears throat> God fucking bless. Uh, so we get to see how Goku got off Namek for reals. That's stuff that mm -hmm. definitely didn't happen when we saw it's it. Some revisionist history, but I do like that they <laughs> kept the part where he shouts, Oh no! <laughs> that was good. We get to see his best line of dialogue again. I like the idea that he just has a good yell while shit explodes around him and then goes to find a solution. The, mm -hmm. the first thing that I wrote down for this episode is the thumbnail for this episode is everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On Funimation now? It's Goku standing around wearing the sunglasses and grinning uh, like I an see. idiot with Vegeta in the background looking very upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. I've scrolled through some of the future episodes just looking at the and there's a lot of good thumbnails just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have to give them a lot give them a lot of credit for this this bit, actually, because it's like it actually isn't an ass pull at all, if you stop and think about it for five seconds. Sure. Like no, I mean, actually it, there were in fact five other spaceships on that planet. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. they do sort of fudge when he gets on that and ship, how he got it. Did, yeah, true. Right. But we did see him leave Frieza's ship, and they do change that. I That's wouldn't. Fair, yeah. I wouldn't put it past Goku to have some like fun narrative additions to make it. <laughs> He's very bad at telling stories because Prince so. Vegeta, Prince of My Heart, says, <laughs> "Enough with the suspense already. Get on with the blasted story." <laughs> so Goku was aboard Frieza's ship trying to get it to work, and when it doesn't, he catches a glimpse of one of the Ginyu pods falling into the lava below, and he hops aboard it as fast as he can from one ship to another, uh, and after some quick computer no jutsu, Goku <laughs> manages to get that pod going. According to... He, he just slams his hands into it as much as he can <laughs> until it works. In the Japanese, um, Vegeta comments that, ah, the Ginyu force was set to invade Yardrat, so the coordinates were already in there. Oh. Thanks, Japanese Vegeta. <laughs> I like that. I like that more because Goku definitely didn't know how to put in coordinates. <laughs> Let alone where to go. Uh, he crash lands on a strange world called Yardrat. There are a lot of alien mans. Cute yeah. little ugly aliens with their They're... cute little noises. <laughs> They're very uh, a, bunch, a bunch of friendly little Akbars. Yes. I'm making that uh, They teach him the instant transmission, which allows him to warp at super speed. They give him their outfit, but don't give him Eight. any of their Birkenstocks. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> Those are for the elders, the high priests. <laughs> they don't allow Goku to complete the fit. 
He demonstrates for everyone on Earth how to do the instant transmission by stealing Master Roshi's glasses. Well, let's be clear here. He doesn't demonstrate how to do it. He just demonstrates that he can do it. That he can do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is not helpful. Vegeta tries to use the new move that he learned from Krillin earlier, make fun of someone's outfit. <laughs> and it proves ineffective. Yeah. He, he Goku a, counters that. Yeah, you just got Vegeta. You just got owned by Goku. You need to think Again. about some things in your life. He's so fu- he is so fucking self-conscious about this shirt. Yeah, it's, honestly, I... it is destroying him. It is a perfectly lovely shirt. You just gotta own it, Vegeta. Yeah, own it. for real. Like if he started walking around and just telling people, you know, this is the raiment of a Saiyan prince. Like, <laughs> you, no, no one would be able to argue with him. They start talking about what they're going to do about this android situation. Which Goku almost forgot. Yeah. Yep, already. But and then to get everyone back on task, Piccolo just starts stating out of the blue, on May 9th, <laughs> like he starts reciting the entire <laughs> fucking thing. Well, because that's right after Goku said that he forgot. And yeah, I know. is the, the D&D player who takes notes. Yeah, he's the one who remembers what the story is about. <laughs> I love Piccolo. Bulma has an actually brilliant plan. Yeah. Holy Let's shit. use the Dragon Balls to solve our problem. How many times oh. has this happened now? <laughs> Why don't you listen to her? Because she is the D&D player that, like, thinks about things, and she's in a party of people who just all want to play barbarians and punch stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I legitimately don't understand why, because, like... They're very good at getting these balls. Yeah. They're Vegeta very good at that. Practice. It was really hard. Maybe you've heard he of this little thing I call the Dragon Radar. Doesn't know about that. Yeah, that, that too. Like, so this is this is in the English version, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vegeta shouts down the plan because he seems to think that it would take longer than three years to find the fucking Dragon Balls. Yeah. Uh, Even though it didn't take them that long to do it on an unknown planet, like an unfamiliar planet. (laughs) Yeah. They did it in a couple months. To canvas the place, but still. But he doesn't know anything about Dragon Balls. Yeah. This is not his his thing. Uh, So they might as well just train instead. It's a a lost cause, the Dragon Balls. And anyway, Goku comes in with the minority report. Well, doesn't Krillin be like, no, we're totally going to do your plan. I just don't want to piss Vegeta off in public. (laughs) That was the impression I got. Yeah, because yeah, Krillin, so. ironically, is usually the smart one Krillin in all was of this very business. Smart, and he's even smarter in the Japanese because after Vegeta says gonna take along, and Goku says, "Well, Doctor Jero hasn't actually done anything wrong yet because he hasn't made the androids." So we well, see now that's that's kind of interesting, but we just <laughs> yeah. like G- Goku f- briefly flirts with a fucking fascinating ethical question, <laughs> yeah. and then it's never touched again. Yeah, he's about to minority report Doctor Jero. Yeah. Uh, but Krillin, yeah, says that he doesn't want to piss them off, uh, and Gohan comments he doesn't want to get beat up. In the Japanese, Krillin points out, like, hey, everybody here used to be enemies. Even I hated Goku <laughs> when I first met him. <laughs> the only reason we're not fighting each other right now is because we might have a common enemy. <laughs> if oh, wow. we don't fight the have a plan to fight these guys in three years, either Piccolo's gonna get out to trouble or Vegeta's the gonna world try is to gonna tear us apart. Lord it over all of us. And that's kind of when Bulma gives in. That's cool, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, really they just want to fight the androids. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. 
In the Japanese, Goku doesn't have a minority report. He just says, I just really want to fight them. No, no, I, I wrote down, no, we don't want to fight the androids. Tien lies through his goddamn teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking fibber. Krillin starts wearing Master Roshi's glasses, and in the English dub, he becomes a weird <laughs> jazz man. He's just having some fun. He's trying to lighten yeah, the mood. He just gets that voice. He's just like, it's gonna cut into my social life. <laughs> He's just yeah, having just some know fun. what I'm talking about. Which again, okay. seems to be part of him like trying to love everyone else into a false sense of security. Yeah. Or whatever. Last time I, last time I wore sunglasses like these, I was openly weeping behind. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> Vegeta wants to make it clear that even though he's teaming up with them to fight these androids, he doesn't want to be friends with them or anything like that. Uh-uh. Sure. Baka. Baka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Oh, buddy. Uh, so everyone parts way, uh, parts ways for three years to train, to train in, their, in own, their own different ways. Yeah, in their own fashions. Sure. Great. <laughs> we'll just meet I mean, one least, hour before the At least Goku, and, least Goku and Piccolo are apparently going to stick together. Krillin tries to get Roshi to train him. Vegeta demands that Dr. Briefs uh, designs a 300 times Earth gravity machine for him. Mm-hmm. Even, I was glad to even see that. Scratch is overawed by the power of his will. Yeah. He is the prince and he's what he wants. Well, I, I love that because first off, it confirms that Scratch is the source of the scientific advancements. That's true. Because it was Scratch yeah. that was alarmed. <laughs> um, but also I like that Vegeta understands who the real power on Earth is. <laughs> you know, where to go if you want something He goes serious. to the man directly. Well, yeah, that's where he lives top. right now, right? Yeah. He, it's, he just, that's it's where, where he's there. couch surfing. Yeah. That's his house. Uh, Chi-Chi is taking some convincing before Gohan is allowed to train. And uh, Goku, not knowing his own strength anymore, accidentally sends his wife through a wall and a tree. Uh, She's fine. She's fine? Not only is she fine, she just goes back to her original discussion. She's completely not (laughs) phased at all by being after sailing through a wall. She's fine and now has guilt trip ammo. Yeah. (laughs) Also, fun fact, it looks like in this scene, Goku's got, like, a tank top along with, like, blue pants and, like, and uh, different shoes from his regular boots. I think this is supposed to be, like, a callback to his original Dragon Ball outfit, oh, right? yeah. A little bit. Oh, huh. Yeah. There's a part where he just has, like, a tank top, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's what he was wearing. Aww. Uh, <laughs> Chi-Chi does compromise on this training eventually, but he does have to keep studying. I think mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah. It's a compromise, yeah. Yeah. And then Piccolo is listening to this entire conversation, and then he just says to himself, so this is one battle Goku will never win. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Tien does his training by shooting at Chaozu, like just... William Tell. <laughs> Literally, yes. <laughs> Holy shit, I had that note too. It's, it says, it's William Tell, but beams. <laughs> uh, Krillin is back to shooting waves, because they had that animation already, so mm-hmm. they might as well use it. Yep. It must really suck for have Roshi as your primary teacher. <laughs> My note here about Goku and Piccolo training together is that they are competing for Gohan's love. Oh yes, they mm-hmm. are. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yep. Only, only one. Only thing is, is that only one of those parties is aware that he is competing for <laughs> Gohan's love, and that right. is Piccolo. <laughs> Goku's just having a training day. Uh, Yamcha is training, quote unquote, by watching Lady Aerobics. Yeah, oh, by he's he's on. in a David he's in a David Pryor movie. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> fucking uh, Yamcha, world ending androids are about to show up in two years. I think we can do a little bit better than Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah, I sure hope his slacking off doesn't come back to bite him in any way. I really like the gym guy in this in this bit. You know, I can get you in that class if you want. <laughs> like, he seems genuinely irritated. He's proactive. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even, like, it's pointless, too, because Yamcha does one rep on the machine and busts it up with his with his crazy Z-Fighter strength. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is a funny moment. Like, what the or fuck reminder. are you doing here, Yamcha? Watching yeah, Lady well, Aerobics. I, yeah. I bet if an otaku was reincarnated in your body, he'd do a lot better. <laughs> oh, God. My last note for this episode is that Vegeta got the machine that he wanted in the end, and he is doing push-ups at 150G. Yeah, I have... I have a note for this, too, and it's just a screenshot of Vegeta doing push-ups, gloveless, mind you, mm-hmm. with, with gym <laughs> shorts and, like, gym shorts with sneakers and socks. And the only <laughs> caption I have under that screenshot is, this is kind of doing it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If only he had gloves. Listen, that's what makes that's what makes it PG thirteen instead of oh, PG. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's part of the allure. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's taboo. <laughs> <laughs> Devilish. Hands. Uh, any other last thoughts for one twenty three? The episode entitled Goku's Special Technique. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not like they could title it like twenty minutes of bad training. He does his special technique Vegeta wasn't impressed he just says what's so great about that it's just super speed just super speed meanwhile Yamcha's losing his mind he just yells <laughs> what's up <laughs> <laughs> when Goku comes back he says it's a secret <laughs> again not useful Yamcha's having a bad day with secrets <laughs> yeah yeah oh Yamcha alright it's time for a little bit of hail Satan Yes. Hey, Satan. Hey, what's going on? So where are we now with this? Uh, hey, last Satan. time, Satan <laughs> we, we are three years in the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Because the World Martial Arts Tournament, the 24th Tenkaichi Budokai, as uh, established by Akira Toriyama after the fact, uh, takes place at the same time that Goku was supposed to have his heart attack. Da, da, da. When the androids strike, oh, huh. so that's why these guys aren't competing in the tournament because they're doing android stuff. Mm. Ah. Uh, so last time we talked a bit about who some of the participants would be in the preliminaries. I have uh, some additions to the list, and I thought this time uh, we could sort of narrow down. Well, we know who the finalists are going to be, so we can just get them out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we could just have a fun little chat about. Who fights whom amongst the rest of our list here during the preliminaries? Okay, let's see here. Just to reiterate, the finalists who are canon, for the most part, save save for one, Mm -hmm. are uh, Mr. Satan. Of course. A boxer named Killa. Mm -hmm. A grappler named Spopovich. A martial artist named Jewel. A man who looks like Aladdin's genie named Pintar. (laughs) There is a another martial artist who we have dubbed Silver Fang. We might change his name. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, Tao Pai Pai. And Mighty Mask. Uh, Mighty Mask would not be in the the top eight though. Oh, he's Mark. But he is on here. He is canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just haven't arranged that yet. Oh. In addition, we've got some crazy. This is like Smash Ultimate. We got everybody here. 
Everyone got, is here. We got Karoni, Poroshki, Ronfon. I'm pretty sure Poroshki's Karoni's Echo Fighter. We got <laughs> Bielsa Barbara, Officer Hoverhound, now Sergeant Hoverhound. Frog Ginyu, piloted by Ginyu Frog. <laughs> yeah, Jirobi, the Sabretooth. Super, super, Superman. 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 King Choppa, Cenobub. Bielzarok. Mr. Shu, that awful teacher. Uh, I don't know these assholes at the end title. You'll have to tell me. Uh, yeah, so I have, since last time, I have added Cenobub, Bielzarok, Mr. Shu, Great Lee, who is just Bruce Lee. Okay. <laughs> he, he appeared in Dragon Ball. Oh my god. I remember course. that. Wonderful. Uh, a woman named Colonel Violet, who was also in the Red Ribbon Army, uh-huh. because everyone in the Red Ribbon Army had a color for a name. Yeah, my favorite and, color, Jero. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Idasam, who I will send a picture of to you guys. I have never heard of this character. I don't know who that is. You didn't see the Boo Saga, right? No. No. Uh, in the Boo Saga, I'll just... There is another tournament... That's the one that we get to see after this one. The 25th Tenkaichi. And in that one, there is another junior division where uh, two young boys fight against some of the characters that we know. And they have a mother who is in the stands with Bulma, who is constantly berating Bulma because Trunks, young Trunks, is in that tournament. This woman in the red hair and glasses. Oh my god. I love her. Uh, And it is... It is that, implied that she trained her sons, so Matt and I decided that she would be in this tournament. That's really good. I love. Oh, I like oh, her. I like her a lot. I, I'm, I'm imagining her in like um, like a let's get physical '80s like yeah. like full on leotard with like because that hair though those glasses. <laughs> yeah, mm, she knows how to accessorize. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to add Mr. Shu because I came up with a backstory for him. Yeah, oh, this I want to uh, hear a, a, more of a backstory. Uh, so after he was chased off of the property, <laughs> he was lost in the woods for three years. Oh. <laughs> she chased him so far into the wilderness that he got lost and had to do his own survival training, like Gohan. He became a wild man. <laughs> yeah, uh, he basically became Craven the Hunter. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and he has had some run-ins with Sabretooth. Good. Oh shit! Wonderful. Out in the wilderness, I so love there's it. Beef. There's beef there. Mm. He comes in with a whip like Simon Belmont. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. We meet again. <laughs> he really does have the voice for that, doesn't he? Good to see you, old friend. You insolent punks. <laughs> this <laughs> really, this is just my unending campaign to make every character into Big Boss. Good. <laughs> I also like, had a he last goes, minute. He goes full snake eater. Whoa. I have a last-minute edition, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, long, long, long ago, uh, the when Goku was first arriving at Snake Way, there was a little Oni man who drove him to Snake Way, and he had stripedy pants and expressed an interest in kung fu. Pursuing his dreams. So I thought, hey. So he gets a day off, finally, a, from King Yemma. It's been a couple years. Maybe he's had a chance to, you know, do some push-ups on the side. Well, he heard about this great tournament that the Earthlings have, and he wants to go see what all of this kung fu guff is about. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yo, my addition... Uh, do I just put him down as Oni Boy, or do you want to give him a name? Oh, boy. Um... I mean, my fan name was... My fan name for him was always Griffin Macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't say fairer than that. Uh, I had a last-minute addition that, of course, like the bad chicks, we all need some Hasky. 
Uh, I, I never, I never watched any of drag of Dragon Ball. I have no idea what kind of effect she has in this show. I only have seen her picture on the wiki, and it is peak fashion. And I just want <laughs> to see more of it. She is really. Uh, she cool. isn't much of a fighter. She is more of a thief. Well, she's. I don't know stolen, if that changes your opinion at all. She has stolen my heart. <laughs> she can probably steal a win here or there. I'll mm-hmm. put her on the list. Glad you you came to the same conclusion I did, Aaron. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, before we have any more last minute additions, uh, I'll say that I've fleshed out the remainder of the junior division so that we would have at least eight for the the finalists. Mm-hmm. So our junior division currently stands at Videl, Cannoli, Zeshin, Bun, Emmy, Arale, uh, a boy that we will meet later on named Sharpner, who goes to high school with Gohan and Videl. And Emperor Pilaf, <laughs> who is who is hard up for cash, so he enters himself in the junior division, thinking that he can beat up a bunch of kids pretty easy. That sounds great. Any other additions to either division? Ram and Chico are definitely in there. Chico's got like the like the ox horn buns. Is this our list? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I feel right. like we've been I feel like we've been deciding on the lineup and whatnot for yeah. several weeks now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not actually progressing this part of the story at all. Let's get <clears throat> Let's do to so. some fights. How does Videl come on top of these? Of like some of these people who are actual like young teenagers compared to Videl, Videl beats the shit out of Emperor Pilaf. <laughs> oh no, no question. Is that like she the beats first him within matchup? an inch of his life? <laughs> it is savage. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't even need to use her Conan Edogawa fucking high-kick high sneakers. She uses all of Krillin's best moves. Oh, mm-hmm. of course. Actually creates a Kienzan and it works. Uh, no, she, she's just doing all of his old kicks from the, the first World Martial Arts tournament that he entered in. Nice. She's been practicing for weeks. A favorite kick With her dad. Um... So how does the world mar- how did the tournaments go? Like is it like ring outs or KOs or It what? is it yeah, it is KO or mm. ring out. Death is disqualification. Okay, no nope, for no the person who kills someone. I mean for both. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. It's the ultimate disqualification. I would say a Raleigh. I think for KO it is a 10 count also, if I'm remembering right. I'm going to say Something about Arale makes it so that she's in the final eight, but she disqualifies herself at some point by like <coughs> warping through reality and winding up at, and winding up on the outside of the ring. Yeah, she she will go out by ring out for sure. Yeah, uh, we know our final eight in the adults, so we should decide the final eight for the kids. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Who comes out on top? Vidal for sure. Um, I'll say Arale for sure. Well, we have nine kids. So we just have to decide which one isn't in the final eight. Oh, that's easy. And it's Emperor, Emperor Pilaf. Pilaf so. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we have ten, because we have Ram and Chico. Oh, that's right. Uh, Emperor Pilaf is definitely out, though. Yeah. I will say that we've decided that Fidel does take it to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is brutal. It is a joke. <laughs> and he is, he is taken away from the stadium in disgrace by Mai and Shu just quietly into the night. <laughs> On a stretcher. Yeah. They go to make another scheme somewhere else. I'll say uh, Sharpener and I was thinking Noli. Sharpener too. 
Because he yeah. is in the finals. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking wasn't because oh. the only thing I know about him was you guys said he was kind of a bully. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, bullies are just insecure. What's he got to be insecure about? Maybe he got beats beat him? up by some people. Um, who was the crying baby from the orphans? Chico. Chico. Which orphans? The... <laughs> We've got Earth um, orphans and the space orphans. orphans. <laughs> the Earth, Earth orphans. The, the Earthling That's Chico. orphans. Chico. Uh, Chico <laughs> kicks his butt. <laughs> All right. All right. No sharpener. Ah, uh, sharpener has been dulled. <laughs> yeah, the announcer says that presumably. Yeah, yes, that would be me. I'm the announcer. It's me. Yes, and and that uh, sticks with him as a source of shame that fuels his bullying later mm-hmm. on for years to come. It plants, yeah, plants the seed of um, self doubt. All right, so our finalists are Videl Cannoli. They said. Pigaro here, but they scratched it out and put down cannoli. <laughs> uh, Zeshin and Bun, which do in fact look like the same person. Uh, Emmy, Arale, Rom, and Chico. So now, just to close out, we can do a bit of the fun stuff with mm-hmm. these uh, preliminaries up in the adult section because we know who wins the adult section. We so do, now we, we just do. have to pit these assholes against each other <laughs> and just assume that they all get beaten by the finalists at some point. Right. So we mentioned in the last episode that Mr. Satan should fight Beelzebarbara. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it, and I don't want to say the words, Mr. Satan beats his wife out loud. That's fair. Maybe that's something that, like, she was hoping for a confrontation, but it just, like, doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, they just don't get pitted against each other? Yeah. Right. She well, doesn't make it. Well, also, Or they're in, different, they're in I, different pools. Also, I feel like the reality is that if they did, she would kick his ass like <laughs> is yeah. there a, can anyone come up with an argument just insane luck rng would have to be the case there yeah, yeah. So, so something else has to happen this tournament was just very poorly seated or p- very well seated yeah i was <laughs> gonna say he doesn't want that to happen he knows what he knows how it would end mm-hmm. um can yajirobe and superman fight each other because i hate both of them we have mighty mask and superman fighting because it is batman v superman <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, got it. And and I do want to recreate Beavis. Who is, who is Griffin Macaroni's first opponent? Griffin Macaroni's first opponent is Ranfan. Oh, I was gonna say Ranfan. Oh my god. Oh, how does that go? Because down? I want to give him some wrong impressions about what kung fu is. Oh. <laughs> And it is taking your clothing off. <laughs> Sweet healthy boy. Oh. <laughs> showing then, uh, showing your armpit in a way that makes you want to write an entire manga. Holy shit. And then Jason, we can't do this. Wait. You can't do that to me. Wait, no, does does only, does Griffin Macaroni leave to write like a hit manga in this universe? <laughs> yeah. Of course he does. He is transfixed by her armpit, and he throws himself out of the ring to go find pen and paper. I am compelled and transfixed. Your answer is very confused. So then, finally, I have one final question for this. This part of the tournament, I think, which is who gets obliterated first by Frog Ginyu and Ginyu Frog? 
Can that be Yajirobe? Yes. Please. Yes. How does he go about doing that? Um, well, I mean, probably they fight for a while, and then Yajirobe decides it's too much work. <laughs> like... He doesn't have his trusty sword. I mean... Oh, yeah, what, is, what, what would he even from... do if he doesn't have that? They took his weapons away. I mean, I think, like, from what we saw of him training, he would bite him on the ass. <laughs> There's... I mean, Frog Ginyu is generally in a pretty unsettling pose. <laughs> and then combine yeah. that with being piloted by Ginyu Frog a la Ratatouille. And <laughs> he is wearing a toque. Ginyu's mastery of poses. Um, oh, he's wearing a toque. Is that mm-hmm. the hat? Yep. Good. Good. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, Yadrobi would just, yeah, say, <laughs> screw this noise. <laughs> I'm done getting posed at for today. I can get hot dog money some other way. Done with these <laughs> posers. I'll just go bum it off Corrin again. This is a real karate master. Not like these posers. And he just keeps saying posers. While Ginyu Frog <laughs> keeps posing. Uh, how does Sabretooth defeat Mr. Shu? He gets his shoe. Just, just bites just it. steals it. Yeah. And then he does like the cartoon thing where he like bites his butt but like part of his pants come off but he's got like the hard underwear (laughs) (laughs) so embarrassing he's so embarrassed so embarrassed Sabretooth starts to turn the tides of the battle like he is in command of the the bout and Mr. Shu is disqualified because he pulls out his third secret (laughs) whip (laughs) which is a weapon and he's not allowed to use it get out of here Mr. Shu it it wraps around Sabretooth's teeth. So he's able to wrestle Mr. Shu to the ground before the <laughs> security guards come in and haul him away. I'll get you, punks! <laughs> Colonel Violet is defeated by Tao Pai Pai. She came hunting him because he killed her love, General Blue. Oh. And she's been hunting him ever since, but is defeated because he is a cyborg man. <laughs> Does. Do. Hmm. <clears throat> Do cyborg arms not count as weapons? No, they let him into the last tournament and it was fine. Mm. Okay. I'm trying to remember if they disqualify him for the blade in his arm. <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen I a can't recall. of that. Uh, but he needs to have his rematch with Mr. Satan. For the honor of Vince McSatan. The non-existent honor. But he's in the, in the what is that, quarterfinals? He's mm-hmm. in the final eight, so that, that won't happen until later. Right. Uh, any other bouts that people want to hear about from this list? I was curious about how the Beelzebub and Cenobub thing went down. I was going to say they punch each other back and forth so much <laughs> that people get bored of watching, <laughs> and it just kind of ends eventually. Hopefully with a double KO. Yeah. They just don't defeat each other. They're still be... fighting now. <laughs> Some say. <laughs> to this very day. They said it was the event of a lifetime, and truly. They, they weren't lying. <laughs> It was a monkey's paw wish. <laughs> Who does Sergeant Hoverhound fight? That's the last one I want to hear about. Oh. Oh. Beelzebarbara. Ooh. Oh. That's who she fights? Yeah. Who so okay. wins? Ooh. Sergeant Hoverhound, of course, is a judo master. Yeah, but, but Beelzebarbara's I don't know what Beelzebarbara's got up her sleeve. Uh, she's strong. I'll tell you what she's got up her sleeve. Some fucking begging strips. <laughs> oh, no. She- that she throws out out of the ring. Because they're not weapons. No, they aren't. They're delicious snacks, and Hoverhound cannot resist. 
Let me present an ethical question. Yeah. For the podcast. Is Officer Hoverhound a good boy? Yes. Yeah. There's no wiggle room on that, right? No. No, he's a good boy. He's a dog. Okay. He's a good boy. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm suspicious as to why this question is coming up. I mean, I was going to suggest an underhanded tactic, but if he's a good boy, it can't be done. No. I well, I refuse. He is he is not I mean, just good. You he can is be, lawful good. You can be mischievous and a good boy. So what what's the underhanded tactic? I've you met can dogs. Be a scam. I've met <laughs> I've met dogs who are mischievous a and few good dogs boys. in your time. I've met dogs. They are locked in a grapple together, very evenly matched. And uh, he whispers in her ear that he has a warrant for her arrest. <gasps> and oh he my will, god! He will look the other way if she throws the match. Oh my! He will goodness. let her get away. Oh my goodness! Mm. Hmm. I think that would, ab- that would that would be an abuse of his position. It absolutely it would. Absolutely That's the would. question. And even how good is this good boy? <laughs> well, mm. but does he have a soft spot for his young ward, uh, child detective Videl? <laughs> He would. And is he may is this maybe more about letting Videl's mom off the hook than about winning the match? Oh, I see. Either way, I don't mm. think Beelzebarbara would take it. Right. I wouldn't see her throwing a match unless it's throwing the match out of the ring with with her strong arms. <laughs> and it's a match that's on fire. Yes. Right. Is Launch in the audience cheering her on just like Yes. Randomly firing weapons into Shooting the Shooting guns. <laughs> yeah. Good. A blazing. Bo- both launches are cheering for Beelzebarbara. They're just cheering in their own different ways. The thing is that they keep removing her, <laughs> but then she sneezes and becomes a blue-haired woman and goes back inside. <laughs> and then sneezes again and starts shooting guns again. <laughs> it's the perfect crime. Uh, so how do we resolve this? Beelzebarber Sergeant Hoverhound situation. I think maybe I li- I like this underhanded tactic. I like maybe the image of them being grappling and like Beelzebarber sees Videl like in the audience and Hoverhound like follows her gaze and sees Videl and then <laughs> does this thing of like he sighs and says, "Listen, if you throw this match, I'll uh, blah 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 law stuff." Uh, <laughs> and then Beelzebarber says. Oh, I'll throw this match. I'll throw this match right out of the ring. And then she picks him up and tosses him, hover motorcycle and all. <laughs> he has been on the Segway the whole time. <laughs> that changes. <laughs> oh. How else I like that. hover? <laughs> it's true. Can't be a hover hound if he's got nothing to hover with. Yeah, I like that. Because then, then we get, um, we have that character moment for him. Uh, but Bielsa Barbara still is triumphant. I love but it. then she's defeated by somebody else later because she's not in the top eight. Yeah, uh, I think that's gonna do it for now, though. All right. Superman All right. and and Mighty Mask do their thing. They ask each other if they bleed, and then they do like a slap fight. <laughs> <laughs> then they go out for soft serve. Mighty Mask would win, but is then later defeated. Uh, and we will discuss the finalists next time. Hell yeah! Yeah. Until then, Jason. Yeah? What do you got for me? Well, 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 I have for you a four-star reading. Mm-hmm. What we like to do is take the birthday of a various uh, canonical DBZ character and apply a horoscope to them based on their sign. 
Now this week, we had to take the manga debut date of this character and reverse engineer birthday, and you might be pleased to learn that the sign of Trunks is based on uh, his debut on August 13th, uh, 1991, so that would make him a Leo, just like his mother. Hmm. Yeah, that tracks. Fun fact. And I'm applying, and for the sake of convenience and my own sanity, I'm applying this to the debut of Trunks in future. Our Trunks, sure. as we know him. Sure. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just going to get confusing. <clears throat> so, Trunks, here is your fortune. Time is the most important element of your day. Lord. Come Making on. The mo- <laughs> 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 Making the most of it is at the forefront of your mind. Pretty strong start. <laughs> you should try to spend more time with someone you haven't seen in a while. Uh, block out some time and give them a call as soon as you can. You need to stop saying time. <laughs> it's It shows up a lot here. You, you need to pick a different word. <laughs> <laughs> don't waste moments with people <laughs> with people who don't deserve your attention. <laughs> to savor the present, spend a duration... Doing something you enjoy. Be thankful and live in the moment. <laughs> you had to write that one. No, no, no. I swear I re- to you. I refuse to believe you didn't. That was, Tyler, welcome to where I've been this entire podcast. Will I find this? <laughs> I swear unto you, this is an actual thing. No. I am going to horoscope.com right the fuck now. Yeah, what site are you getting these from? Is, is that where you're getting it from? <laughs> and there are multiple sources. Where's this one from? Friend? I'll, I'll Man? Link it to you. Don't say that slang. <laughs> don't say that don't say that slang. It's it's quite distasteful. Yeah, yep. Well, Viewers, there it it's is. real. There Time. it is. Time! What now, motherfucker? Do you doubt the stars? <laughs> I can't. We, we just I got, cannot. This, we just got told by the stars. I'm pretty sure is what just happened. <laughs> the Machio star is watching, punk. Oh, God. I got blown <laughs> up. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening to episode 41 of Destructo Discourse. I appreciate everyone who tunes in every week. All of our friends out there. Friends. Jason. Yeah. Where... Can people find you on the internet? Well, on the internet, you can pretty much just find me and my good, good tweets over at uh, Jcavs. That's J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. And Aaron? Well, if you're in my time in the future, you can find me hiding in my secret bunker from the androids. Uh, but in this timeline, uh, if you are in the southwest Ohio area, you can come to the city of Dayton to the Black Box Improv Theater. I am in a group that performs on Wednesday nights, but uh, the theater has shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And Dave. Oh, uh, yeah, I am uh, still at uh, Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E, on Archive of Our Own, writing things very slowly. But surely. I hope mm-hmm. so, yes. If you'd like to contact the show directly, there's a couple ways to do it. We are on Twitter, at Destructo underscore disc, D-I-S-C where you can find the rules to punch idiots save the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find a pinned invite to our Discord channel for fans, which is the Destructo Discourse Discourse Discord. <laughs> you can email us at destructodiscourse at gmail.com. 
uh, or if you would like to help other people find out about the show, you can do so by leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes or Google, Google Play, or wherever you find the podcast. And when you do that, please let us know that you're a true fan, a true friend, a true friend, by giving us a four star rating. Aaron, why do they why do they give us four stars? Because um, Gohan. Because Gohan. <laughs> Give us the Gohan. We're done asking. Yeah. yeah. We've been done asking at least once before. We're, we're done again. Do you know what we are doing? What are we doing? We're just getting warmed up! Don't you be afraid to fly away. Inshallah, inshallah, no time to hesitate.